When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it's a rare treat for Kiwi boxing fans this weekend with three of our brightest talents fighting on the same card on our shores. Uh, Mia Moto headlines defending her IBO Super Bantamweight crown for the second time against uh, Chandi Mehta. Uh, another hometown star, Lani Daniels, looks to make uh, New Zealand boxing history by winning a world title in a second weight class. And if that wasn't enough, light heavyweight to star on the rise, Jerome Pampalone. A huge test uh, when he meets uh, Mexican Rogelio Porky Medina in a 10-rounder that is pivotal for his own world title ambitions. Well, it all takes place in Whangarei this Saturday, and co-promoter of the event is Liam Lonigan, son of uh, Liam got the looks and the brains. Don't know what Dad got. Nowadays, his business partner, uh, Dad, uh, have uh, putting together a number of these cards, and uh, this is a beauty that they've put together uh, for uh, boxing fans in Whangarei of uh, all places too. Liam, good morning to you. Thanks for your time, mate. Hi, Ian. Good to hear from you, mate. Yeah, nice, uh, nice of uh, you to come on, mate. Uh, how's how's the preparations been? Uh, are you sold out? Yeah, we are sold out. I think there's about three tickets left. We're pretty much sold out. It's as good as it gets. Um, really looking forward to it, mate. I'm just in the ring as we speak, putting all the logos on, and uh, looking forward to tomorrow night. Fantastic. What size ring is it? Because they do vary. They do vary. It's seven by seven. I think the two legitimate ones you can use is six by six and seven by seven. This one's a seven by seven, so there's lots of space. Uh, but I think the uh, Mexican and Jerome will be fighting in a phone box, so they're not going to need all that space. Okay, that sounds like a good fight. Let's talk about that one first, actually, because uh, this guy's record, Porky, as uh, he's affectionately known as here, uh, you know, he's what a forty-one-nine, but he said I think thirty-five knockouts. I mean, this guy packs a punch, clearly, but he also is vulnerable. Yes, lady, hits very hard, and most of those losses are to uh, world champions or future world champions. And I was, um, you can go back and have a look at his fight with David Bonavides, and they just bashed each other for about nine rounds. And uh, Paul can really take a shot, and if Jerome gets him out early, it's a statement that no world champion has ever made against Porky. So we're looking for an early knockout, and if Jerome can get it, we are, we are well truly on our way to the world title. How's the, the camp, the training camp, gone with Jerome leading into this? Really good. Well, he's had the Russian, Andrei Mikhailovich, fighting only a week later in uh, Sunderland. So I know they've been bashing the hell out of each other and sparring and been working each other to the bone. I watched a couple of their hardcore fitness trainings and uh, they always have to outdo each other. So if one one's at one thing, the other one has to one of the other things. So, mate, they've pushed themselves to exhaustion just to show the other one up. So, uh, mate, it's very exciting. When you say that uh, these guys uh, could perhaps fight in a phone box, you, you, you mean we're just looking at a situation where they find a spot and trade blows. Is that, is that what you're saying? Correct. I would assume that these two are going to stand right in the middle of the ring and just trade leather because uh, the Mexican style has just come forward and throw, and Isaac Peach, Jerome's coach's favourite style in the world, is Mexican, and Jerome fights a lot like a Mexican himself. So 
I would say they're going to stand right in the middle of the Burger King logo and just throw hands. <laughs> now there's a line again, just getting a plug in, you see. It's amazing how you managed to just dovetail, just dovetail that one in. Well done. Hey, hey uh, so uh, Liam, uh, a win here for Jerome uh, would mean what in terms of uh, the next uh, the next stages? Well, he's currently ranked seven in the world with the IBF, and winning this fight will probably get him close to the top five, which really only puts him one fight away with the right opponent to get a world title shot. Um, Next up, if he were to fight someone in the top 10, you could make that to the uh, eliminator for the next world title shot, which means if he were to win his next fight, he would then have a mandatory opportunity to fight for the world title, in which the champion has to fight him or the champion gets stripped. So, but it's, it's very exciting times for Jerome, and uh, it's the right time for him. He's had a few fights at home now. He's got to get a bit recognized. One or two more fights, and he'll be a superstar here, because he just he goes in and he hurts people. And that's what we like in boxing. Right, uh, the two real draw cards are the local lasses, though, and uh, the IBF World Heavyweight Champion, the smiling assassin, Lani Daniels, takes on uh, an Australian who, uh, by all accounts, is a fairly tough lady. She is a concreter by trade, and she does uh, do the pretty tough things in life. So this is going to be a real test for Lani. It's a real test. Like Desley Robinson, her opponent, works from 4 a.m. in the morning to 9 p.m. at night and uh, manages to sit two or three boxing sessions in there during the day and take care of three kids. So, mate, she's really impressive. And she has no fat on her. Like, she is just ripped. She's got an eight-pack like I've never seen before on a woman. And like, um, she just comes for the fights. And Lani's in for a real tough fight. If she wants to be the first woman to win two world titles in New Zealand, she's going to have to really work for it because Desley's not just going to curl over. What's, what kind of style are we looking at here? You, you mentioned the blokes are just going to trade leather. What are we looking at here? More, uh, just a bit more patient approach? Well, it'll be interesting. I think there will be a, a round or two where they feel each other out because Desley generally is a come-forward fighter and Lani's very... Uh, she's interchangeable with her style. She's done a lot of work in the amateurs where she's on the back foot, uh, moving fast, a lot of footwork. And then but in her last two fights, she's just come forward and thrown like a... Like a David Thor like sort of a fighter. So um, I, I don't know what's going to happen in that fight. I think there will be a round or two of feeling out, but I would say by the third or fourth round, it would be a really, really exciting fight uh, once they work each other out and what, what the game plan is going to be. So Lani comes through this one against Desley. Uh, what uh, kind of program are you looking for for Lani then? Well, Lani will then be a two-time world champion. I know her dream is to go down to super middleweight and beat Savannah Marshall, who's one of the biggest stars in the world right now in uh, female boxing. So I think her goal is to be a three-time world champion, and then after that she wants to go down to middleweight and beat the best boxer in the world, Carissa Shields, which will make her a four-time world champion. So Lani wants nothing but belts at different weight classes. And with belts, I guess, Liam, comes money, doesn't it? And it's more and more money being available to women fighters. I mean, you look at uh, Katie Taylor, uh, Amanda Serrano, you're talking serious money here now. Yeah, you are talking serious money. Those girls would be making a million a fight, I reckon, which is very good money for a sport that was non-existent two years ago. Um, uh, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. It's interesting with the women. Like, uh, with the men, the heavier they are, the more money they make, whereas the women, the lighter they are, the more money they make, which is very... Very interesting. Um, those middleweight divisions are, and uh, super bantamweight, featherweight divisions are where the money's at. And Lani eventually wants to get herself down there and fight some of those big names. So 
know, we're, we're, we're along for the ride and keen to get our up training at some point and, and fight those world champions. Okay, so let's get on to uh, what has been tagged as the, the main event, basically, and that is, uh, of course, Miyamoto, 17-0 with six knockouts, putting her belt on the line against the Indian number one in Chandi Mera. Uh, so um, how are you forecasting this? How's, how's Mia's preparation gone for this? Mia's looking amazing. Um, she's had a few rough patches there, just overtraining, overworking herself. She's been tired at times. Um, but I saw her uh, two days ago and she was looking exhausted. I saw her yesterday and she's completely refreshed. So at the moment she's just relaxing and, and getting ready for fight night. Uh, I would love to see Mia get a knockout. We've been we've been trying to get Mia a knockout for a few fights now and this um, has just been in with hard opponents and uh, it hasn't been there. But my uh, favourite outcome for this fight would be if she knocked her out in the third or fourth round. I'd be stoked with that because I think uh, Mia deserves the knockout and Maybe, you know what the spectators are like. You can stand there and box, and you know the experts think it looks pretty, but the general public just want to see you hurt someone. So, I'd like to see me get that opportunity and show off in front of the public. Tell us about the the India an opponent, uh, Chandi Mera, because uh, they've, uh, Indian people have uh, a pretty pretty proud tradition in, in boxing as such. But what about in women's boxing? Where, how does she rate, and how tough will she be? Well, the Indians have a massive amateur scene over there, and this girl's had a, a hell of a lot of amateur fights, and I think you're going to see a style which is on the back foot, and I think Mia's going to have to hunt her down all night. But Mia, you know, when we picked her next opponent, Mia said, I want someone taller than me because she wants to do all the work to the body. So I would say that Mia's going to sit on her chest and just fire away at her liver and kidneys until she collapses. That's interesting. So, um, and undoubtedly, she'll be able to go the distance because of her conditioning, etc. You took this fight, uh, these fights, and this fight night to Whangarei. It's a, it would have been easy just to have it in Auckland and say to the the people up north, if you want to come, you've got to travel. But uh, that was an interesting move. It was, mate, and we've been welcomed with open arms from uh, all of our partners on this. We've got uh, quite a few iwi on board. We've got Nati Wai, Nati Hine, uh, and a few others, and. Mate, they've been very welcoming. Mate. We had a party the other day, and seeing Mia and Lani in their home environment is awesome. Like they're just so relaxed, and there's just it's it's amazing how uh, how their attitudes have changed for the fight night. I hope they're not too relaxed, though. You never know when you fight in your hometown. Sometimes it can work against you. I was going to say, I mean, they will get an amazing amount of local support, but some, as I say, sometimes that just adds extra pressure you don't need. Yeah, 100%. And I think the key is keeping the family away, you know. Like, uh, when you go home, it's, it's best to just stay in a hotel and be treated like an actual camp. Whereas a lot of fighters stay at home, they drive to the venue from their house, you know, they have family dinners and so on and so forth. And I think that can really drain your energy and it, and it takes you out of fight mode because you just feel like it's another day. So, mate, me as a Tutakaka right now, stayed up in a hotel with Isaac, just uh, sharpening the tools in the final days. and. I think she's going to perform really well, and I hope, I hope, really hope to get the knockout. Okay, so let's uh, look at her pathway after this. So if she gets that knockout, what have you got lined up for her? Mia's sole goal is to win every title in her division. So, mate, we want the world title fight. Uh, her division's an interesting one because it's, there's different champions with every belt. Sometimes you get the undisputed champions like the Serranos and the Katie Taylors who hold every belt in that weight class. 
uh, Mia's got a longer journey with his four champions in four different countries. So we'll we'll work out where the options are after this. Uh, there's one girl in France who has a WBO world title, who I think is a great fight for Mia. Um, whether we bring her here or whether we go up there, I don't know. And eventually, you know, once Mia's won those belts, I think she wants to go up one weight class and fight Amanda Serrano. He's won weight class above, but it's just whether or not Serrano's still around by the time she gets those four fights done. So... All, all things the Amato is health, and that's what she wants. So if we can unify that division, we'll be pretty stoked with that. Liam, what else uh, is uh, arranged uh, for the night, apart from these three fights? You got anything else on the card? Yeah, we've got a girl called Rosanna Cox, who I've brought over from England. She, I saw her on uh, Instagram, and she hits like a Mack truck, and mate, bringing her down here and seeing her on the pads with Isaac just, we affirm that it was the right decision. She hits hard, and she's fighting a local girl up here, uh, Chris Barker. That'll be a hell of a fight, and if she gets the win there, I'd love to put her up against Lani at some point. I think that'll be a war, and I think New Zealand needs a local rivalry. This girl Rosanna Cox is from New Zealand, moved to England about three or four years ago, but she's come back on this journey to uh, take down Lani. So I don't think that's a rivalry we'll see in the future. Uh, we've also got Zane Adams on the card, who's a young flyweight with a lot of potential out of peak boxing. He, uh, for his weight class, he hits really hard and knocks people out. It's really unusual to see knockouts at flyweight, but Zane seems to keep doing it. So, mate, that's another fight I'd definitely be looking out for. Liam, okay, so as you say, basically sold out. Maybe one, two, three tickets left. I remember your old man said nothing's ever sold out, son. Nothing's ever sold out. But uh, it looks like this is pretty close. Pretty close to being there. Um, so uh, obviously we can engage by pay per view, yeah, around the rest of the country. Hundred percent. Make sure you tune in for this fight night. You're going to see three people who are going to be very famous in the world of boxing of the next few fights, so get on board now. Uh, you can book it at skyarena.co.nz. You don't need a Sky Sports subscription to do so. You just need to go onto their website and book the fight. So uh, please, please book the fight at skyarena.co.nz. It's going to be a great night of boxing, and you're going to see some future superstars. On the night itself, what what do you actually do? I mean, does, do, are you really busy? I mean, or are you just sort of sitting back and doing a bit of hospo and that sort of thing, or are you fully engaged on the night? I'm fully engaged on the night. I try my best to sneak away and sit on the ring and watch as many fights as I can, but there's always work to be done and things go wrong and all sorts behind the scenes that nobody sees, so... There's always things to tidy up, but uh, hopefully I get some time to sit on the ring. I'll definitely be there for Jerome's fight to see what happens there. And uh, really looking forward to a good night of boxing, mate. It's, it's, it's awesome to go to these local places. Like uh, we've done it in Hamilton, we've done it in Invercargill, and all those places, they just go off because they don't get these events, yeah. you know. So uh, it's, it's going to be a good night. Look forward to it. Uh, get uh, involved in it on pay-per-view, as you say. And, uh, look, all the very best, mate. Thanks very much. Uh, I know you've, you've got work to do, and uh, we can hear you doing it basically in the background. So uh, thanks for that. Regards to your old man, and uh, let's hope it's a terrific night for Kiwi boxing, eh? Thanks, and appreciate it, mate. Talk soon.